to another edition of Life Behind Bars. I'm Noah Rothbaum, the Daily Beast half-full editor. Joining me, as always, is my colleague and co-host, David Weinkert. How's it going, Dave? All right. How are you? Good. Getting into the holiday spirit. It's that time of year. Um, it's amazing how it sneaks up on you, isn't it? I can hear the dreidel spinning and the <laughs> yeah. sleigh bells and the, the trees being uh, dragged along the New York City streets to be put up. Uh, <laughs> It's Being a, chased by rats as usual. <laughs> exactly. Those are the ornaments. That's yeah, the exactly. New York City ornaments. They hang them by their tails. <laughs> they're, 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 they're quite quite decorative. <laughs> and speaking of holiday traditions, you know, for for both of us, the holiday time I mean, really means. I mean, yes, there are you know all types of drinks, eggnog mm-hmm. and hot toddies and hot buttered rum, but really for us, it, it means. Punch, I'd say. Right? Yeah, when I have a, a, a big gathering of people, I always am going to make a bowl of punch, of course. Uh, but but really, uh, there's nothing better in the holiday time. Everybody gathers around the bowl. You can make something also kind of special, yeah. which is nice. Uh, and uh, it doesn't have to be very complicated as long as you're willing to use good ingredients. If most people ask you what to drink at any season, it would probably be punch. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 you know, uh, you are the punch master. It is your signature drink. You wrote the book of that name. You have a full line of punch gear cocktail kingdom, which is pretty awesome and makes it even easier for being able to hunt down a punch bowl or a ladle. You can. You don't even have to set foot in the thrift store. Right, exactly. <laughs> you just get, you've done the hard work yeah. for them. Really for me, and, and you may disagree, the two seasons, summer, there's nothing more refreshing than like a gin punch or, you know, I love, as you know, to top it with champagne, you know, bubbly. Yeah, yeah. well, that's your, oil. you're a dangerous man. I, I am a dangerous man. And then really, you know, in the holidays and, and the winter, you know, yeah. a warming punch. And that's often, you know, really for me, um, cognac and. Uh, yeah, know, co- cognac. I mean, that goes back in punch to the 1600s. Right. It's really old and uh, it's the sort of premier punch spirit. You can use it as a base and maybe flavor it with a little bit of rum, or you can just have it be on its own and just be mellow and rich. Yeah. And it makes just such a satisfying punch, when it, especially when it's cold outside. Uh, you can even make hot cognac punch or hot, you know, Ooh. that's very good. You, I would cut back on the lemon juice yeah. a little just so you don't get heartburn from it. But uh, <laughs> the, the richness of it, the, the, the mellowness, the smoothness uh, is really what works. Punch is historic as a drink, but it's also historic to drink it during the holiday time, right? Of course. That's like the traditional... Well, it's traditionally what you would drink when you got groups of people together and when you get people together at the holidays. Right. You know, so it's... uh, it's very good for that, and it goes it goes way back. When do you think that other things like eggnog kind of eclipse punch is sort of the holiday drink? I think uh, late nineteenth century yeah. starts seeing punch uh, becoming this thing that people only made for special occasions, yeah. and because of that, they started making it really fancy with lots of frills. And once you make it with frills. You don't make it that often right. because you got to get all the frills right. together. Right. You know, you got to slice all the fruit right. and get the yeah, berries yeah. and stuff. But originally, it was really simple. Yeah, and, uh, and it was an everyday drink and an everyday, you know, holiday drink right. for sure. Simple and delicious. I'd say yeah. the most traditional and basic of punches are not really basic. They are wonderful and delicious. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the whole the whole point with punch is. Uh, you want people to finish the bowl. So you don't want to overspice it. You don't need to put all that Christmas spice in there. Right. You don't need to put all that stuff in there. Just make it. And, and it doesn't need to be so high octane. I feel no, like not even. You want people to go back for yeah. another glass, right? Exactly. 
the whole traditions that they would meet over the punch bowl. And exactly. Chad and you make it like the strength of sherry or yeah. strong, you know, cabernet. Well, it, so it's 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 an alternative to wine. It's right. wine by other means. Right, and and certainly for me anyway, it tastes better than mold wine or glue. Yeah, or it any does. Of those. You know, I think kind of like the secret for Irish coffee. People often make the mistake of making it too boozy with punch yeah. too. I think it's often way too boozy. Punch is an important part of the mixologist's tool bag, you know, yeah, these days. And, and, and I think appearing on menus from mm. Brooklyn to, you know, Los Angeles. I mean, Clover Club and Julie Reiner, I know, were some of the first people to put punch back on the menu. And now you oh, see you know, a lot of large format punches, you know, year-round. That Obviously, the Dead Rabbit is famous for their yeah, punch. It's great for, for taking care of large groups of people. Yeah. and. Uh, or you can make something actually good. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it, uh, like I said, it goes way back and the traditions are established. And uh, when, I, when I was researching it, you find it as early as here in New York City, they were drinking brandy punch as early as 1678. That's, wow. that's a long time ago in New yeah. York. It, was, uh, it had just gotten taken over by the English from the yeah. Dutch. I mean, uh, almost a century before the founding movement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, they, you know, it, it, it goes back. Uh, and... Uh, it's very simple. I, I've I've learned to just stick to the basic old recipes yeah. and uh, not mess around with them. So I make punch. I do one trick is uh, I peel the lemons that I'm going to use sure. uh, the day before, and I put them in a jar with with the sugar I'm going to use the peels. The so-called oleosaccharide. Yeah, and it makes yeah because the sugar pulls out the oil yeah. from the lemons. Which is the part that has the lemoniest taste. So, I mean, and it's rich. you could yeah. use that sugar for all types of things. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's oh, yeah. basically you're infusing, you know, just regular sugar with amazing lemon essence and all the essential oils and yep. none of the bitterness because, I mean, well, it's none just, of the bitterness when you do it. But when I'm making the peels, I try to get all the pith off. I try but, to get as much as but possible. But you're doing a much better job. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've been doing it for a long time. Right. I've peeled so many thousands right. of lemons right. by this sure. point. <laughs> and, probably, and probably, I know, lime's probably too... Too bitter. bitter. You can use a little for accent. Orange is fine, but the juice say, is yeah. too sweet to make right. a good punch but you, on its own. But the lemon, but the peels of the orange and maybe mixed with lemon peel. Yeah, that works great. And then, you can throw in a lime peel if you want a little bitter accent. Yeah. I do that in the summer more. Yeah. People expect that kind yeah. of flavor in the summer. Yeah. In the winter, I just go for full on mellow. Yeah. And I try. I usually just use lemons because I'm lazy, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you know I don't want to have to deal with oranges. Yeah. And so I peel the lemons, I throw them in the sugar, I leave it overnight, and it sucks out the orange oil, the the lemon oil, and then uh, you you put the juice. I put it in a mason jar. Right, I, I do this in a mason jar, and I put the juice in, right. seal it up, and shake it, and right. then that's the base for the punch. Right. Then you just add the cognac. I yeah. use a you know via a nice VSOP like Hennessy VSOP right. uh, that nice works and great yeah yeah because you want it to be an older an older richer cognac right. especially this time of year yeah when you're not aiming at refreshing you're aiming at kind and of I, rich and I think that's why you can kind of dial down the baking spice stuff you exactly know, the, the, the cloves or the others well let the spirit come through because right. you're using good spirits so much of it's in there already yeah. so uh, I mean I try to use. Uh, to be technical, I try to use pot-stilled spirits, right. which have a richer texture than uh, yeah. than things like uh, vodka or, or gin or white rum. Sure, you know, in in the in the winter, I try to go with the, with those. So I'll use uh, I'll use obviously uh, a good cognac like like the Hennessy VSOP. I'll I like to add a little rum to it, yeah. like a little funky Jamaican pot-still rum. 
like they did back in the day. I was going to say that's an old trick. Right yeah, now. and it, because rum and rum and brandy are are uh, you know that's a that's an old marriage. Yeah, put it that way <laughs> <laughs> they get along really well together. Yeah, yeah. They complement each other very nicely. The the brandy adds the richness, the mellowness, the depth of flavor. The rum adds just a little bit of funk to yeah. make it interesting. Yeah. You know, and it's well, very especially, simple. Especially because there's going to be a lot of dilution, right? Exactly. I, mean, I think, you know, yeah. you, I, I was recently at somebody's house and they had made a beautiful block of frozen ice by taking an old jello mold, right? Oh, that's that very nice, yeah. Very ornate with all yeah. types of, you know, um, like, you know, uh, bubbles and, you know, all yeah. that, you know, it looked kind of like almost like an ornament itself, uh -huh. right? And that's, I mean, there couldn't be anything simpler than freezing water and, you know, whether it's a Tupperware container also looks very impressive, a giant block of ice from there, or if you have an old jello mold, that would look beautiful as well. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, anything really will work great. If you're really, really slick, which I'm not, you'll uh, you'll make a clear block of ice, and there's oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff on the internet sure, on how sure. to do that. Uh, or freeze things in the ice. Yeah, or, you can do that too, but... I don't like the stuff frozen in the ice because it all ends up mushed together at right, the bottom of the right, punch okay, bowl. Right. And it's like, I didn't really need all that stuff right, in my right, punch. Right, right. And uh, the clear block of ice, uh, I wish somebody would make them for me. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> well, I like them, I, but I just don't want to, <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> well, and you want, and getting back to the pot still stuff, you yeah. want big, full flavors because obviously, as that block dilutes, you want that yeah. dilution. It's not like a cocktail. You actually want. As the party goes on, you want people to be drinking probably a little bit less, <laughs> exactly a gradual, <laughs> yeah, a gradual decrease in the strength of their drinks. When initially you're going to put water in it to begin with, because right. you don't want it to be cocktail strength when it starts, because right. that way people get too drunk at the beginning right. of the day. You don't want that. But at the same time, uh, if people are drinking a lot of punch, you you want it to get very weak by the end, right. as you said. Uh, you want it to be just like lightly flavored water. <laughs> <laughs> that final shot. Yeah, and, and then be, I, I, you know, usually it ends up with people picking up the punch bowl and right. and drinking the last drops right, exactly. right out of the bowl, and that's always kind of fun. Well, that it, it's a, it's one of these things that always occurs. Like either I, you know, I'll sometimes make you know basically the whole punch and bring yeah. it to somebody's house, and yeah. then you know you can put it in you know uh, by you know New York traditionally. What like Chinese restaurants would use for soup, you could yeah. buy, you know, new ones of those, right? And come in, you know, bring, you know, dump all the mm -hmm. stuff, add, you know, the all the ingredients, put the ice in. If I'm lucky that day, I'll turn around and I'll turn my back and five minutes later the bowl's like bone dry, yeah. right? Yeah. And then and then those are the days when you're like, I'll just make one back. You really we're not gonna go through one. And then the days when you're like, I'm going to bring like three batches, you barely go through one. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, it happens. But what what my one of my tricks is I I only add the water at the last minute because otherwise, uh, yeah. if you don't add the water, it will keep for a long time. Yeah, it's uh, you keep it refrigerated, and that punch base will keep. If you add the water, it goes stale pretty yeah. quick. Or sometimes I I add sometimes club soda, a little effervescent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But always do that yeah, at the last exactly. minute. And that's nice too. Buy a small bottle mm -hmm. that but, way just because if you've it. got like sugar lemon peel uh lemon juice and booze that keeps refrigerated yeah. for a and very if, long time and if it's somebody you know you can you know if you go to somebody's house and you've made a couple batches put the other batches in the fridge exactly if you don't finish all three bowls uh, take them to the next person exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey i brought punch <laughs> 
Did you think that it gets better as it as it rests in the fridge a little bit, or does it not? Not really. I haven't really noticed yeah. uh, much uh, improvement. Sure. I mean, in the nineteenth century, some people used to believe that you would age the stock, as they called that. Right. That that it improved a lot. I really haven't seen that. Yeah. I have to say, I do have a couple batches of stock in my basement that I bottled. Uh, uh, almost eight years ago. Wow! And uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna. Do you, and do you taste them like every yeah. once in a while? They're okay. They're not as good as they were right right away, but uh, right. they're still pretty good. Do they lose color as it ages? They or? lose it. Yeah, oh, you get a fine powder at the bottom. Yeah. All the all the coloring stuff You're, falls out. It's like a clarified punch. Yeah, uh, yeah just clarified by time. Right. So you get you get sediment <laughs> at the bottom. It's interesting. It's weird. Yeah, but uh, I got to well, break if, one if of those. If we're still doing this podcast in like a decade, yeah, well, we'll, we'll have like twenty-five year old punch. Right, well, hopefully at that point, yeah. it'll be perfectly clear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, it'll be delightful. Yeah, the happy Van Winkle of punch. Yeah. We have a special guest on today's episode, Jordan Bushel, the National Brand Ambassador for Hennessy Cognac. Uh, welcome, Jordan. Uh, happy holidays. Hey, Jordan. Happy holidays to you both as well, and thanks for having me. Sure. We're uh, talking about a, a subject near and dear to our hearts, uh, punch. We've been talking about uh, brandy punch and cognac punch and Hennessy VSOP punch for the holidays, <laughs> and uh, and it's uh, getting us all very thirsty. For the holidays, do you have a you know your own you know sort of traditional punch that you make? Um, yeah, I kind of do a do different takes on the brandy punch. Uh, very familiar with that one. Um, I quite like the ability to kind of morph the punch into kind of whatever you like. the The idea of drinking brandy with punch or, or Hennessy cognac and punch is kind of dates back originally to to the way people were drinking cognac anyway to water it down. So the idea of doing that, you're bringing out the light notes, and so the addition of fruit at that point um, just highlights, you know, whatever you want to highlight depending on which cognac you're using. Um, so for me, the brandy punch fits so many moments because with that watering down, you you can drink it a little bit longer than maybe just cognac neat by itself. Um, I like the addition of kind of pineapple and raspberries oh. and uh, maybe some apple, depending on if I'm doing like a punch royale, I'm going to add mm-hmm. some apple to it and bring out that spice and kind of everything nice. Like sliced apples or, or apple cider or? Uh, yeah, sliced apples for, for the visual, but then, yeah, some, some just apple juice and allowing the other spice to sort of make it the cider. How do you put the raspberries in yours? I'll usually make like a raspberry syrup, something like that. Yeah, I, I, I've done the raspberry syrup. I've also done uh, like a hibiscus grenadine um, and then had the raspberries as the, as the garnish to that. So the kind of floral and the fruit is all kind of combining in that way. And raspberries kind of break down anyway. I mean, you know, as you yeah. sort of stir and people use the ladle, like you're getting, I don't know how much raspberry juice is in each raspberry, but you're getting some of that. <laughs> I've never juiced an individual raspberry. I've got to work on that. <laughs> you get whatever, you know, essential oils yeah. and juices. As but it's it. also very easy to make a syrup. You just uh, make a syrup uh, with, uh, say, two parts sugar, one part water, and then throw in uh, maybe one or two parts raspberries. You could you could do that with ginger, too. That might be a nice addition for, for a cognac punch. Uh, maybe not oh, too much. But, but I, I think with all the these things. Uh, I don't know, uh, Jordan, if, if how you work it, but I always try to uh, keep it so that you mostly taste the cognac and the other things are just accents. Completely. 
I would echo that point in the idea that every other ingredient is is just kind of nudging or elbowing the the cognac in the direction you want it to go. Um, it, the major ingredients for me are always water and cognac, and everything else is just there for balance. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you're go, you're already doing something great, and you're using a a fairly costly ingredient as opposed to like vodka, which can be very cheap, and you want people to taste that. You know, you, you're using it for a reason because it's delicious. And uh, otherwise, you could be using anything. Completely. And I mean, especially if you're going towards a VSOP, there's a lot of nuance there and a, and a lot of depth. And you want to be able to taste that. And I think the addition of water is is really a classic way to drink cognac. And so I think it, it marries quite well. You, of all people, have access to all types of cognac. Why do you think the VSOP works, you know, very well in, in, in a punch? Well, I think... For uh, a few reasons, the VSOP is kind of, to me, it's, that's my desert island cognac. Okay. If I could only have one of our line, it would be VSOP because I think it's got both the, the fruity notes you're looking for in cognac, particularly the red fruit right up front on the palate. But it's also got the addition of the barrel, though not as much as something like our VS goes in New Oak, whereas our VSOP is, is four to five-year-old barrel. So there's you know, a little bit less tannin, yet it's there for a longer period of time. So it's added uh, in a more harmonious way. And I think that kind of lends itself to the punch in a, in a lot of ways, uh, because you're not just getting that overblown spice or the fruit or anything like that. You're getting both of them sort of in harmony. I know that Dave and I have talked about this before, but traditionally, back in the day, punch, you know, the cognac might have been older than, you know. It depends on when you're talking about, but yeah, people had no problem using older cognacs in, in, in punch. We, but we kind of were taught uh, until fairly recently that that's a no-no, that you should only use, sip those out of huge balloon glasses. But I don't really agree because I think uh, cognac is so delightful in something like uh, like uh, a holiday punch that uh, you're really uh, you're you're leaving out one of the best ingredients that's available. Yeah, and I think just as like. Some some older whiskeys make a delicious old fashioned, you know, exactly. or Manhattan. Yeah, that this idea that you know expensive or rare. I mean, uh, you just don't want to step on it, right? You know, you want to let it shine. It's the it should be the central ingredient. Reverence is scary, and respect is healthy, and you get that reverence for cognac um, where people just don't want to mix with it, and yet if you're respecting the spirit and you're staying true to the spirit in in those ways, I think it's great to use older cognacs. I mean, I first started with Hennessy eight years ago, and I met the eighth generation of the family, Maurice Hennessy. And when I met him, it was around noon hour. He handed me a rocks glass with XO, ice, Perrier water, and a lime wedge. So uh, That sounds pretty tasty to me. Yeah, I'm not sure who's telling people not to mix with it. And I think the same way also with punch, too, right? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago, you pulled out the punch bowl. And you said to a group of people, hey, I'm going to make punch. They'd say, yeah, I'm okay. Like, yeah. uh, and I think, I mean, I think in New York, that's definitely changed and, and other big cities. But Jordan, as you're traveling around, do you get any kind of pushback for, for people making punch? Or is it now like, you know, eagerly anticipated? For me, it's really interesting traveling all over the States and seeing Cognac come back in a major way. And if you go back far enough, you find cognac in punches, and that's kind of a beautiful thing. Great. Thank you so much for joining us, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you both as well, and thank you for having me.
Hope to see you over a punch bowl soon. I'm looking forward to it. No problem. I'll be there in a second. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's definitely got me in a very thirsty mood. Uh, Oh, absolutely. I now I'm looking forward to, you know, all the holiday parties we have to go to. (laughs) (laughs) Punch actually makes it a lot more. You know, also, there's other brandy drinks this right. time of year. Sure. Brandy eggnog. Yeah, sure. The best, uh, you know, with cognac. You can also, uh, Tom and Jerry, you can, sure. cognac is yeah. essential for Tom and Jerry. Hot buttered rum eggs. if you wanted the yeah, other well, way. Once you're going to go into into the full rum mode. But those, are, but those are also a little bit more complicated. Like, you know, you're making like a batter for like some of like, these things. Yeah, some um, of the uh, Tom and Jerry, you can make an egg batter. Right, I mean, and, and the hot, you know, the hot buttered rum. Yeah. I know Wayne Curtis, our colleague, you know, has a... Uh, ice cream butter recipe. That uh, see, I wouldn't do and... that because my mom was from Maine. <laughs> and uh, the way you make hot buttered rum, how I learned it, is you put rum in a cup and water, and then you take a red hot fireplace poker, oh, a little sugar, right. red hot fireplace poker, plunge it in there, throw some butter, a little pat yeah. of butter on top, and and as it hisses and steams. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, as they say, I'm not going to go to loggerheads over yeah. this with yeah. you. So, uh, <laughs> but, but those things, I mean, Again, like tracking down a uh, uh, red hot poker, you yeah. know. You do all, need a fire. It's all true. of these things are a little <laughs> bit more complicated. Yeah. I think, you know, for me, the holidays, it's it's already complicated enough. And the punch is just the right amount of steps. And, you know. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, simple. It's and impressive. It's, you know, it's people enjoy it. Like Jordan said, if you like things that, you know, are a little more uh, obviously... Uh, highly flavored. Right. You can add some raspberries yeah, if you make sure. a syrup or whatever, or add a bunch of stuff to it. But for me, I always find just the basic simple punch, yeah. which is very easy to make, is is uh, plenty good. Absolutely. And nobody ever complains. Happy holidays. Happy may, holidays. May uh, your punch bowls always yeah. be full, empty. But not I don't too know. full. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's better, full punch bowl or empty? Yeah, full, well, wait, full at the beginning and empty at the end. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Ooh, That's how I like it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.